past decade, communities across the country have realized that protecting and restoring their local river encourages recreation, creates an economic engine for the region, and better connects the community to their river. For many years, these multiple benefits were ignored, and communities overlooked the assets of their local river. However, in the last decade, many communities have changed their outlook on rivers and discovered the many benefits of a healthy ecosystem, including how recreation in river corridors improves and sustains local economies. Cities have embraced the evolution from an extraction-based economy to one that celebrates and promotes its livelihood through a recreation and tourism-based existence, and have learned how to promote their natural amenities. As a result, many towns have transformed themselves into destinations, resulting in evolving recreation and tourism opportunities. Here in Colorado, river-related recreation, which includes not only paddle and water sports, but also hiking, biking, picnicking, and camping along rivers, contributes over $9.5 billion and 80,000 jobs to the state's economy, providing multiple benefits for the individual communities. Protecting and restoring rivers improves local quality of life by putting people in contact with the outdoors, while also connecting community members with each other and the local treasures in their city. as we embark on a new podcast series, Ripple Effects, a look into the many different local connections river towns have with their hometown rivers across Colorado. Last month, I spent a morning along the Uncompagre River in Montrose, Colorado, talking with city representatives about the importance of the river to their community. The river rippled past us as cottonwood stands shaded us from the hot sun. You know, you think about oh, this area founded on agriculture and the role it played in, in establishing that and then where we've gone from there, you know, kind of maintaining that while still going into tourism um, and all the, not only economic benefits, but just, you know, benefits for your soul. You know, I think there's nobody that spends time on a river and doesn't feel recharged. Um, and we have that right here in town um, for residents and for visitors. That was Scott Murphy, city engineer for Montrose. He has the unique job of managing the completion of river recreation and restoration projects on the river. He, like so many residents of Montrose, recognize the benefits the river has for the city and why it's so important to protect this resource. Over the last 10 years, the city and county of Montrose have made significant improvements to recreation access along the river. Not only has it improved the overall health of the river, but it's also improved the overall quality of life for the city as well. You know, communities turn their backs to them, but now they're realizing what a huge economic asset they are and what a huge environmental asset they are. And so um, it's, you know, exciting that the city of Montrose is turning towards the river to to create some uh, momentum, I guess, uh, economic momentum, but also you're preserving a great asset. We've spent millions and millions of dollars with the support of city councils and the recreation district and just residents who are enthusiastic uh, to improve the riverway. And so it's very important. And I'd say it's vital for the next 20 years of the health of our community. Both Kendall Kramer, grants manager for the city of Montrose, and Bill Bell, city manager, recognized that for too long, Montrose turned its back on the river. For many years, the city of Montrose and the community turned our back on the river, and we used it for industrial purposes. People threw their junk in the riverway. And over the last 10 to 15 years, there's been a huge focus on using the river to push our outdoor recreation theme. And really, we're trying to promote outdoor recreation and healthy life lifestyles, and the river's a key component of that. Montrose, like many other Colorado 
Colorado communities began to recognize the resource that they have in their backyard and took steps to undo past harms to the river. There's been kind of this focus towards rivers, not just here in Montrose, but all across the country. While the community of Montrose has long depended on the flows from the river for their livelihood, it wasn't until recently that the community recognized the amazing resource they had in their backyard. The main river through our town is the Uncompahgre. In recent years, become front and center um, with our residents. We had the Uncompahgre Riverway Master Plan, which really, through the community planning process, brought it to the forefront of people realizing how great of an asset we do have. And they had some developments in the past that went through through and, and cut down cottonwood groves and really made people realize how big of an asset we do have and that needs to be protected. Over the last 10 years, the city and county of Montrose have made significant improvements to recreation access along the river. With that, um, we're starting to f uh, focus a lot more on it and capitalize on the great resource we do have. Another really unique thing about the Uncompahgre River is the Gunnison Tunnel, which put us on the map back in the day. Um, Transbation flows from the Gunnison River essentially gives us, you know, at least 300 CFS, you know, 300 to 700 plus CFS for essentially eight months out of the year. Because all that water is passing through just to get down to downstream water users, we have um, a lot of water all the time, which is which is great. Not only has it improved the overall health of the river, but it's improved the overall quality of life for the city as well. Recreation, of course, is very important. But really what we've seen is a change in the demographics of our park users and really quality of life has been improved once we started focusing on the river. And now you'll see it packed with 500 people on the weekends uh, each day. And sometimes in the summer, 100 people on weekdays will just come in on vacation or get off work at lunch and come down to the river. They'll eat their lunch sitting out on the rocks by the river just to watch it. And a lot of people, they'll park their cars down there just to be in that environment and they'll roll down their windows. So it's not just recreating, it's quality of life. And I think it provides a peaceful atmosphere for people to go down and enjoy the Doors. Today, Montrose residents and tourists alike can float what's called the Montrose Daily. There's several areas up and down the Unk where people can can recreate. Um, there's Chapita Lake, which anchors the south end, and that's an urban fishery. We're developing a, an even better put-in area, and you can do the town run, which then would bring you down. Uh, and your next area of interest really would be um, the beginning of our water sports park in River Bottom Park, and then you work your way through the six drop zones that we have. You work your way down, and we have the West Main Trailhead. That's a takeout area as well. And then you can keep going, and at our new Colorado Outdoors uh, Urban Renewal Authority project will be another takeout area. Tavawatch Pond is our last takeout area, and that's down at Tavawatch Park on the north end of our community. The six-mile daily stretch includes opportunities to enjoy River Bottom Park and the soon-to-be-open Colorado Outdoors area. We're here along the Colorado Outdoors project, which is about 165 acres of mixed-use development on the upland side. It all fronts the river. So with that, Urban Renewal Authority was created, which allows for tax increment funding for public improvements, which include um, river improvements. So with this, it's a probably the most scenic section of river we have. We have really beautiful, really scenic area, really great access, um, but some past land uses that are have been detrimental to its you know underlying health. 
Um, so what we're looking to do through this project, it's about two and a half million dollars, um, about one and a half miles of river we're looking to restore over the course of probably three years is what we're looking at. It'll include habitat improvements, riffle pool, glide sequences, habitat boulders, um, bank stabilization, um, and then some smaller boater features um, for kayak users. It's not focused primarily on um, the water users, more just making sure it's accommodating for them to pass through um, boat launches and access, make sure those are accommodated. And, uh, and then, you know, having some fun boulders and stuff they can play on. The Colorado Outdoors project is a significant undertaking for the city and its partners, including Mayfly Outdoors, who's helping to spearhead the project. Unlike some projects, this public-private partnership to restore the river, bring new recreation opportunities, and improve the local economy has a unified, collaborative vision. The city has just been a huge partner. You know, you know, normally it's not like that. It's public, private, and doing their thing. And this is kind of a nice case study on why it matters because we're partners with them just as much as we would be with a private business. David Jergu, president of Mayfly Outdoors, started the company with his dad over a decade ago. Mayfly's mission is to provide outdoor enthusiasts with the best, most dependable products in the world while engaging in efforts to protect the natural environment. Mayfly has been headquartered in Montrose, Colorado, and a part of their interest in being located in this community is because of the amazing access to the outdoors and the rivers that flow in and around this region of Colorado. But essentially, it's it's about a mile and a half of river from just north of our Main Street intersection to the end of the property, the reaches here. And the idea is to create an environment that businesses really want to come to. And the defining feature is the river and we're in the outdoor industry. So our first priority was when we were looking to expand and grow was to be on a river somewhere and try to contribute to it, right? And so we found this property and we worked with the city on designing what the public would want. And the idea is to actually give or donate the 40 acres of the wetlands and the river corridor back to the city. So they will have public access and fishing and walking and kids can have picnics and do all that fun stuff. So it's not just about fly fishing as it is about just getting people outside to enjoy the river. In addition to restoring a significant portion of the river, this project also includes a new GOCO funded land-based trail. We received a couple million dollars from GOCO and then partnering with our recreation district and we'll have the Connect Trail Initiative, which is a public trail, concrete trail, similar to Durango's where it goes along the river, crosses the river several times. And that'll connect the north end of town at Tabawatch all the way through Colorado Outdoors and all the way down to our new recreation center on the south end. While it'll be a few years before the Colorado Outdoor Project is complete, the city of Montrose, its residents and visitors are already feeling the love of a healthy river. None of this would have been possible without a collaborative and inclusive process. Um, there's a lot of different user groups that use rivers, not just boaters and that's not just fishermen. You know, there's, um, you know, the families and the, the schools um, part, you know, play in a lot of the art groups and ADA um, considerations, things of that sort. So make, make sure we're, you're reaching out to um, all the different groups and user groups of the river to make sure they're represented um, and accommodated in your project because um, there's a lot of potential across all groups. In order to make great things happen in your community, you have to be willing to take a little bit of, of risk and a little bit of criticism. Not everything uh, is important to every member of your community, but 
if you think globally and regionally and you focus on creating amenities that are not only there for your local residents but also a draw for tourists to come in then it helps build your entire community on a variety of fronts and so i think the biggest thing we learned was communicating with each other um, getting all of your special interest groups and your user groups and your governmental entities all together at the table and talk through things and have some good planning efforts Montrose Now markets the stay here, play everywhere mentality. Located in the middle of an incredible recreation hub with a national park, skiing, biking, hiking, and river running all within a short drive of town, Montrose has embraced their contribution to the broader community. They encourage visitors to check out the local river park and the Montrose amenities while also visiting other attractions in places nearby. Montrose, like many other communities in Colorado, understands the importance of a healthy, flowing river for their community. It's important to realize that it's not just a city of Montrose asset, but the entire region uh, benefits from having a restored river as well as the state of Colorado is preserving rivers and, and making sure that future generations can enjoy the benefits from them, not only as their value for water, um, but for recreation and as well. Join us over the course of the next 10 months as we hear more about Colorado River towns like Montrose that have reconnected with their local river and experienced the ripple effects that only a local river can provide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ripple Effects, conversations about the rivers and communities that connect them. A subseries of American Rivers podcast, We Are Rivers. Please join us again for our next episode and rate and comment in either iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. This helps others discover our podcast series, and we appreciate your support. Mm-hmm.